Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Colin Cowherd. You know, I was I was listening to um, the Greenlight podcast. Greenlight is with uh, Chris Long, who I really like. Like, that's a bright dude, and he's a fun listen. Um. And he had Steve Keim on. Now, the Arizona Cardinals are interesting because they are a dumpster fire, right? They are an abject disaster. Keim, of course, was, was fired. Uh, there's now allegations against the owner of some of his practices when Keim was suspended, telling, you know, his then staff to illegally contact, uh, illegally contact Steve Keim. So there's, there's, there's a lot going on there. Kyler Murray's hurt. He won't play, obviously, in training camp or in OTAs. And there's a lot of speculation. He may just miss the whole season. So then you have a highly paid quarterback, and he may or may not play this year. You have to find another player who can start at quarterback, but is going to have to play in a system which is ultimately designed for Kyler Murray for whenever he returns. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you have to find a quarterback that just wants the opportunity to start knowing it's not his job full-time. And the roster is kind of a mess, right? Like, they tried to patch holes with, like, J.J. Watt. He retired. He was kind of washed. They're trying to move off of of, uh, New Hopkins, who, still productive, but had the PED suspension, doesn't practice, Right? Wants, a, wants another contract, huge money. Like, they got some issues there. But when your highest paid player is your starting quarterback and he's not going to play for at least the first half of the season, maybe more, it's going to be a tough, tough year. But what about that quarterback? 
Last year in the offseason, he signed a contract extension, which somehow Steve Keim and the, the Cardinals felt compelled when they didn't have to. They didn't have to. Like Lamar Jackson just finished season five, and we do think it's probably over. But the fact is, if the Ravens want to hold his feet to the fire, he can be under contract for three more years, no negotiation, right? Franchise tag, franchise tag, exclusive franchise tag. It's a lot of money guaranteed, but only for one year, and it is directly correlated with the number on the cap. Not a perfect scenario, but they could do it. So the Cardinals had Kyler Murray under contract for at least two and as many as five more years without any negotiation and still gave him a new deal. But in it was that little clause. Hey, dude, you got to like, I don't know, do a little bit of homework when you're at home. And what I found to be hilarious with the narrative was like, this whole discussion came out after the contract was signed. So either either Kyler Murray and his representation, and I know his representation, so I don't believe it's the representation. Either Kyler Murray and his representation just overlooked it or they approved it. I just, I, I still don't understand the backlash. Like you go, it's just like players now getting mad at the CBA. Like you guys approve the CBA. There's nothing really to argue about. The, the terms are agreed to. You signed it. It's done. But there was the clause about his 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 work study outside of the practice field, right? That they were going to check his iPad. Here's Steve Keim, his former GM. Remember, he's the guy who, who drafted him, and he's the guy who signed him to the extension. Here's Steve Keim on the Greenlight Podcast with Chris Long addressing questions about Kyler Murray's film study. Kyler's a proud guy, man. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to lose, and he doesn't want to um, let people down. So, you know, I think his best ball is ahead of him. I think they need to be creative and do the right things with him offensively. But, you know, I think the the best ball is ahead of him, and I think he'll get it right. But, like I said, it's just to me in that area of watching film, studying the game, attention to detail. Uh, I think that's the area where he can vastly improve. I mean, excuse me. Can we can you replay just that last? sentence of things right like hmm where's your areas of improvement mm, go like i said it's just to me in that area of watching film studying the game attention to detail uh i think that's the area where he can vastly improve i mean all this stuff wasn't an accident it wasn't just the owner you know you have current arizona cardinals players or now former Arizona Cardinals players like, like he's a good dude. He's just got to kind of got to grow up. And when they say grow up, the problem with growing up is we want it to mean all sorts of different things. Everybody's telling you the same thing. Like, you know, it's, it's one of these deals where you meet NFL quarterbacks in real life. You realize that there is not just an intelligence aspect of it. Like they're all mostly all pretty bright dudes, but you're, you're like the CEO of your offense and of the team. Like you're the guy, you're the guy. You got to be buttoned up. Got to be buttoned up. You may feel like the, like Brett Favre and I don't know what, I didn't know what a cover two was until, you know, how many years in the league story, but that's the exception, not the rule. These guys are crazy, crazy bright. It's also something you got to factor in your brain is where, um, 
it, it, compared to regular human beings, they're all much brighter than the average human being. The average IQ is 100. Like all these guys are in the 120s to like 140s, right? But when you're on the 120 scale or slightly below that, you can be dumb, but dumb for a quarterback is all relative. You know, you understand, right? And no one's saying that he's dumb, that he doesn't retain. They're saying he doesn't do the work. And and this is a lot like, you know, it's like, have you ever watched, you watch the Weather Channel during hurricane season? You know, if you watch the Weather Channel during hurricane season, there's a little bit of a freak out to it, but they'll do this stuff where they'll go to the tropics and they'll be like, there's a tropical thing forming here. And what they're telling you is like, hey, in a week or maybe in two weeks, like that's going to be a problem. Or, or maybe tornadic activity is even better. Like, I think, Sam, you, you spend time, obviously, in Iowa. Right? Music's from California, so he doesn't know. I think, I, I think most people think, most people who don't live in tornado country think these things come out of nowhere and they're like a thief in the night, right? Like, all of a sudden, you're just sitting there and you go up to get some tea and then all of a sudden there's a tornado and it sucks a cow out of your pasture and knocks down your barn and then disappears again. Right? That's what they think. It's not really what happens. Right? They can tell you like in advance, like, hey, on Wednesday, they know these the the you know, there's a dry line, a front, and this is gonna be a bad day, so keep an eye on the weather. And then they're telling you all week leading up to it. And then the morning of it's like, hey, three in the afternoon, this is coming. And then even when they see a tornado, they'll give the times like it's gonna be an oak mogi at five fifteen, then it's gonna be a no water at, at six, then you know, right? And like they tell you all these things are coming. And Look, you, you either get the hell out of the way, okay, or get into a shelter, you know, get into a, a storm shelter. Hopefully you have one. Everyone is saying the same thing. He has a year to, to flip this thing. He's got a year to go like, hey, man, you know what? I'm going to put down the call of duty and I'm going to study. Because if I study... All the other things I do, the running, the throwing, the leading, the fact that he's got a good personality, all that comes out more. They're telling you what's going to happen. Like, go back and look. Like, the dog fighting is not what brought down Michael Vick in Atlanta by his own estimation, right? It was that he didn't dive into the playbook. Like Johnny Manziel didn't dive into the playbook. I'd never forget. I had Cliff Kingsbury on my radio show when, when Johnny Manziel was getting ready to get drafted. And he was like, yeah, you know, he just needs to study more. Right. And no one is ever going to say on radio, like this dude is just all, you know, he's just all physical gifts, but that's what Kyler Murray is. And remember like, who's the challenge? He's the winningest quarterback in the history of Texas high school football. Right, goes to A&M, Texas A&M and starts some as a freshman, okay? then leaves because he's not just anointed the guy and he's pulled from some games. Goes to Oklahoma and immediately, like, you know, like once he starts playing, he's the best quarterback on earth, number one overall pick. Like he barely even played baseball and had a big baseball contract. He wasn't like a longtime hardcore baseball dude. Like, no, that's just something he did on the side. 
super if you're that talented and that successful it's really really hard to get people to go like i know you've it's worked for you for a long time i'm just telling you that it's not going to work long term not in this league it doesn't because everybody's that talented and the guys who aren't that talented make it longer because they figure out what's coming they figure out the storm that's coming before the storm is coming and they get the hell out of the way Speaking of which, music, have I ever told you my, I owned, a, I used to have my first home I ever bought was in Oklahoma City. And the, and the logic behind why I bought it and where I bought it. Um, it was in an area called Edgemere Park, really cool little pocket in uh, downtown Oklahoma City. And those homes were built in the 30s and 40s. And so my theory, my hypothesis, which is theory, which is not only is there a tornado alley, which uh, apparently because of, climate change has moved like to Alabama and to parts of the Midwest, right? It's no longer Kansas and Oklahoma. But my theory was like, look, if a tornado hasn't come through here in 50 years and there's an area, there's a town called Moore, which tragically has been struck by like four or five tornadoes, like big ones. And people are like, well, what are the chances? Like, I don't know. There's something to the topography of it where in this area, it never hits. And in there, that area, it always hits. There's something to that with Kyler Murray. Like, look, dude, I, I get that it's worked for you. At the very top end of the NFL where you want to be, doesn't work. And when the guy who drafted you, the guy who signed you to an extension, okay, is telling you and other teammates are telling you in different coded terms, you got to grow up. You got putting a clause in your contract. If that isn't screaming, you're, you are going to fail. And you have a year to prep yourself for it. You know? And you may think to yourself like, well, I mean, who wouldn't do that if you have a year to prep yourself? Like, look, there are people that live in, you know, where hurricanes are coming and they're told a week in advance, like, hey, dude, get out. No, I'm going to ride this thing out. I'm going to ride it out. Like, yeah, that's not a great idea. Like, you just go, if you just go now, like, you'll be good. No, write it out. And some of these quarterbacks still do the same thing. Like, hey, Johnny Manziel, if you pick up the playbook, you could be really good at this thing. And you could be a starting quarterback. Like, Johnny Manziel is no different than a lot of these guys run around back there. You know, athletic, you know, accurate, didn't have a huge arm, not a big body. But, I mean, in this day and age of the NFL, like, he'd still be around. Obviously, couldn't control his personal life, but didn't study. Didn't study. There's a reason nerds rule the world because they did the work. Right? Like everybody makes fun of Steve Ballmer for his dancing. Like Steve Ballmer's a nerd, but you know what he else is? He's a multi, 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 multi billionaire. When he bought the Clippers, they were for a, a billion dollars above their valuation and it didn't do anything to his bank account. Just wrote the check. Nerds rule the world because they study. It's not really that. I, there's, there's nothing more to it than that. Uh, how would a former NFL president handle the Kyler Murray situation? What about how would he handle Lamar Jackson? And can you go number one overall with Bryce Young considering his size?
We'll find out next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Jason Sobel next hour. Did you know it's National Beer Day? Not Beard Day, music. National Beer Day. National Beer. But it's also a Friday. Good day to have a Friday, right? Five o'clock. Um, I, I won't give you the best for last topic, but music, your go-to beer. I know you're a wine guy. Your go-to beer as of right now is what? Microphone's not working. Uh, Sam, your go-to beer? You're you're an Iowan, so that's probably, you know. Uh, Drumer Pills? Trumer Pills? I did not know I was going to get that answer. Okay, it's made in Berkeley. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, I am a uh, Mexican beer guy. Straight Mexican beer. Just, you know. You name, you name the Mexican beer. From Bohemia to to Dos Equis to uh, Modelo and Modelo Special, even Corona, which um, some people say fake Mexican beer, right? Because made here, but whatever it is, I I like the flavor of Mexican beer with a lime in it. Matter of fact, that sounds really really good. And 
Done at noon today on the West Coast. Just saying. Nothing wrong with that. And it's finally sunny. Let, let's talk some NFL with Joe Banner, 20-year NFL president uh, with the Eagles and the Browns. He joins us now in the herd on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Um, I, I just, the, the Bryce Young thing is fascinating, Joe. You know, in terms of the new S2 test, which is like the new, better, wonderlick sort of test, he scored off the charts. He's won at every level. He's accurate. He's got arm strength. He's got athleticism. He's bright. He's a good leader. Checks every box except he's tiny. What would you do if you were in that draft room? Well, first of all, good to be on with you again. And being someone who's tiny, I probably have a sympathy for being downgraded for being tiny. But, you know, for me, it would really depend on the gap I had. If I had him first, how close is two? And if two is really, really close and I can feel more confident staying healthy, I'd probably pick two. But it would take a lot to get me to do that. I mean, it's the most important position in the field. You're going to get one chance to pick a guy that can make a difference. I personally don't see somebody on tape that's that close. I mean, Will Levis has some attributes, but he's not that accurate. I don't think his decision-making is great. DJ, I'm not so sure. I mean, we saw a guy in the championship getting to look like a different guy. All of a sudden, there's this more of a guy moving all over the place. I don't know for sure what we're getting. And, you know, people have spoken about the risks of the Richardsons and other guys who could become the best in the group, but come with very hard-to-project things. you got to really believe in the new era of quarterback play and be all in on that, you know, to pick him really high. So I'd probably pick uh, Young first for really all the reasons you wrapped up at the beginning there. Um, speaking of Anthony Richardson, right? In, I mean, just unbelievable physical specimen, arm strength, and, and even personality, right? It's just... He hadn't played a lot of football, and whether they dropped it a bunch or he mis- misplaced it a bunch, there was some wild inaccuracies. I-, I think the biggest issue is not just in, as you said, the new age of quarterbacks where you run them, but it's the all these first-round picks outside of Jordan Love, they play their rookie year. And the only reason Jordan Love didn't play was because they had Aaron Rodgers, right? And then Aaron Rodgers, once they had him, all of a sudden went back to being an MVP, isn't that the real danger here is in playing him too soon where he doesn't get to work and refine himself? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, though, that it doesn't work both ways. Like, we've always seen two quarterbacks, at least that I can think of in, in, uh, in the Packers' history, that, that you know didn't play right away. I'm talking league-wide history, but using the Packers' example, where he had really high-quality quarterbacks that didn't play relatively soon. So let's say by the end of year one. I usually think that that's for a reason. And it isn't always just a matter of we'll give them a little more time. You know, usually really good players play at least pretty well and then get better, especially from years to one to two and then two to three, even at quarterback. So I always get nervous when someone says, well, this guy's got to be given a year or two. You know, what, what does that mean exactly? And how many times have we seen a guy that we gave a year or two that ended up being really good? Because it implies that, it's some degree of inexperience and maybe some degree of maybe a little, a little more time mentally to pick up everything. By the way, people misunderstand that issue. The issue isn't understanding your own offense. I have never met a quarterback that was worthy of being an NFL that couldn't learn his own offense very quickly. What makes it hard for a rookie is learning the other team's defense. It's just so easy to confuse them and uh, you know take advantage of their inexperience and so on and so forth unless they're picking things up pretty quickly. So 
if he's going to struggle, that's what's going to be. It's going to be on being able to anticipate what the defense is going to do as opposed to understanding his own offense. If he's having trouble understanding his own offense, that to me is a bigger problem. So I understand what you're saying, and it isn't unreasonable, and it may apply in his case, but the number of times where somebody really wasn't good enough, even into year two to necessarily play, and then they suddenly became really good, at least to my recollection, is a pretty short list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there was there was an era there, right? Carson Palmer, I want to say, he didn't play his first year, right? There was there were some guys that didn't play their first year, they end up having. But in the recent history, you're absolutely absolutely right. Joe Banner joining us. Um, okay, we can go through who's to blame for the Ravens' impasse with Lamar Jackson all we want, right? We can we can do the, hey, it's Lamar not having an agent or asking for a contract that no one's willing to give him, or it's a team for not getting this thing done and understanding and being able to to find a way to get it done before the Deshaun Watson thing. Like, there, where's a, We can go back through that, um, but what I want to ask you is, if you were with the Ravens, what would you do right now? Retire? Can I say that? <laughs> I, I talked to a GM yesterday who said, "Like, I've, this is the most impossible situation I've ever seen anybody put in because he wants a contract that you're not, we're just simply not willing to give him, and there's no real negotiation there." I, I, I completely agree. I mean, listen, we know from Bish, uh, from um, Lamar that he was offered a three-year, fully guaranteed contract, 133 million dollars. So let's look at that. That's the right length for the player to want. That's a reasonable length for the team to offer. That's a little bit low on the average, but not way out of the ballpark. If he's going to take a three-year deal fully guaranteed, he should probably be 140 to 145. You could even make a case all the way up to 150. So if they offered him 133, what I wish somebody from the media would have said to him when he said, you know, stop speculating, ask me questions if you have them, and he revealed this three-year offer. When they said three years, 133, what did you say? Did you just say No. Did you give him a three-year counter? Did you say, no, I, it's got to be Deshaun Watson or nothing? Because I think then we'd really understand who is not getting it. I've actually defended Lamar for two years. Because the fact of the matter is, by waiting, he's going to get paid a lot more than the guys that went early. Josh Allen went early, signed a six-year contract. The new deal's about to kick in. If Lamar got smart all of a sudden, and made the best short-term deal he could, he's going to end up making way more money than Josh Allen, assuming they play a similar number of years. Yeah, so but what Lamar has done so far is actually very smart, but now he's got to make a deal. And it looks like the only place he can do that is Baltimore. I would work off that three-year proposal if I were advising him. Try to get that average up to where it should be. And no, I'm coming back to the market in a couple of years when the cap's going to be 50 to $100 million higher. But I don't know how I don't know what Baltimore could do to get him there because they already made him what I would consider a solid but slightly low, fully guaranteed three-year offer. And I got to tell you, I think with a player coming off back-to-back years with injury, who plays the style of play that he plays, a three-year compromise, fully guaranteed, is something that is giving up something on both sides and should get a deal done. Uh- this is Doug, Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is the Hurt, Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio app. Joe Banner, of course, former president of the Eagles and uh, of the Browns, joining us now. You know, it, it's interesting. Um, isn't there the idea, though, that, yeah, he, he may make more money? He wants five years, though. I mean, he yeah. said it. He, he wants five years. Because it was a three-year guarantee, but likely was five years in total deal, right? And that's what yeah. didn't, sit, didn't sit well with him. So he wants five years where... 
what you're saying is smart, shorter term, and then you can flip it and get the third contract sooner, which is what Josh Allen is in line for probably in the very near future. Yeah, but Josh is going to have to wait. He did a six-year new deal. hasn't even started. He's got to wait at least three or four years before he's going to new deal. And then what most teams are doing is they don't rip up the deal and give you a new contract. They give you an extension. So if the Bills do what they've done with other players and what most of the league has done with these type of players, in other words, superstar elite difference-making players, is they've added years to deals. Sometimes they've fronted a signing bonus from the new years. But they haven't just let the player rip up the years remaining on his contract. So the likelihood is Josh is going to – his future contract will be reflected the fact that he took a six-year deal last time, and the new money will kick in a lot later. I mean, if Lamar did a three-year deal, let's say for 145, and three years from now he does another three-year deal for – should be at least 180. That's not a very aggressive increase as a percentage of the cap. I mean, he's going to be over $300 million over the same six years that Josh Allen's going to make, like, 240 But it only happens if he stops now, signs a contract, so that he's getting paid fair market value for a quarterback of his caliber in 2023. If he's still going to just sit there and go, see, the five years fully guaranteed or nothing, he's going to end up really hurting himself. Now, he'll hurt the Ravens as well, obviously. Yeah. But he's going to really hurt himself. I don't know. How do you come back from that? What deal do you eventually take from who? A three-year fully guaranteed contract at forty-five to fifty million dollars is, if anything, market or above, and you get another shot at the cap. One of twenty-five million dollars a year for three years—that's seventy-five million dollars. That's thirty-five percent from where it is. So, if his value is fifty million dollars now, what is it in three years when the cap's gone up thirty-five percent? Josh Allen gave up the opportunity to leverage that. People that are saying, well, if, if Lamar had an agent, well, every single agent that's had a really high-quality quarterback has done a deal after three years if they could. That is not the best thing for the player. So far, Lamar has actually played it better than what an agent would have advised him to do, assuming that he was given the same advice that all the other star quarterbacks. I mean, Herbert's working on a deal right now. Burrow's working on a deal right now. Lamar would like to get a deal right now. You know, What, what do you think, Her- Herbert and Burrow, how many years guaranteed do you think those are? Well, I think that they'll do just what you're talking about. I think they'll try to the teams. By the way, Hertz is the same thing. The team will want to get at least five years. The team will threaten to not give them enough guaranteed money if they want a shorter deal. Screw it. What are the Eagles not going to sign Hertz? Of course they're going to sign Hertz. Is San Diego not going to sign Herbert? If Herbert's agent walks in and says, listen, we want a short deal and we want it fully guaranteed, they will get it. Now, if they say they want a five-year deal fully guaranteed, I don't believe they'll get it. And the three-year deal is actually better for the player. The only way it hurts the team, by the way, is it makes it a little harder for them to restructure and keep the cap numbers low. Right, that, but that's 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 the whole that's the whole that's the whole thing, right? What's what's very likely yeah. going to happen is they'll still get the three years. They'll just get more money in the in the year to year, and then they'll tack on the two extra years so that it helps the cap, right? That's that's the negotiation. That's where you you work together on, it, isn't it? Well, it is, and I think like if you're in a hurt, that's going to be the whole negotiation. How long is the deal? But my perspective is, if I'm representing a player and my interest is in maximizing career interests and short-term guarantees, I don't want to give more than a three-year deal. Remember, Barrow has two years left in his deal. Herbert has two years left in the deal. So even if they do a three-year deal, they're locked up for five more years. Cap goes up $25 million a year. That's a $125 million increase in the cap. That's over 50% from where we are today. I don't think people are realizing in a few years how much money players are going to be making. 
$50 million for a quarterback is actually going to be cheap very soon. Michael will be 60 and then 70 and then 75 over the next three or four years. Burrow on a three-year deal is tied up for five years. Hurts tied on a three-year deal is tied up for four years. You want to tie yourself long enough for that, you're just giving up a huge amount of money in almost every case that isn't guaranteed. So if you're no good, you lose that money. And if you're good, you would love to be a free agent and you'd be getting way more money. Joe Banner joining us. Joe, Joe Banner joining us here. Um, okay, what about like the running back position? Austin Eckler, for example, super productive. Okay, and his first contract they got him on the cheap. Second contract uh, paid him a good value. Now he's supposed to make six and change for this coming year, and he asked for whatever number he asked for was so high, and they were so far apart that they said, "Like, look, if you think you get that, go ahead, shop, find a team to trade to." He didn't find one. And now they're at a bit of an impasse, right? He's got one more yep. year left, and he's 27, going to be 28. We know he's, you know, obviously, you want to get paid before you're, you're 30. How, if you're in the Chargers front office, you got the Herbert deal, you already re-signed Bosa, Derwin James, those guys. How do you handle a running back? Well, I am trying to find a way to get a deal done. But I, it's hard to know on the outside, when is the player being unreasonable versus trying to improve his situation? I mean, $6 million, what he contributes there is really you know, really low. I mean, that's hard to justify, to be quite honest, even looking at it from a team perspective. Um, but if you can't find another team, you know, in the end, the team knows he's going to have to give in. He's going to have to show up. and He's going to have to play for that money. What you worry about from a team perspective is, you know, at least what some specter Lamar did last year, which was not that he wasn't hurt, but maybe he was a little bit, um, you know, able to play with an injury because they played through injuries and he just decided he'd rather be 100% than not. You know, I mean, the team's going to be worried about that. So if I'm Eckler, I'm coming in and I'm reducing my ask. So, you know, maybe I can't get to the 10 or 12 I thought I deserved, but maybe I can at least get to eight. I got one year left on the deal. Maybe I try to get a promise that they won't tag me. Although at the running back position, that isn't a really big threat. But listen, this is all a reflection of a, a big increase in player empowerment. It's been going on for the last five or six years. Frankly, it started a decade ago in the NBA. NFL players are starting to catch up, which is good. There'll be a better balance between what's fair for the owners, what's fair for the players, and teams are going to have to be smarter. I mean, I was known for doing contracts early, and in return for doing it early, I gave the players security, and we got a discount on the average. Right. That strategy wouldn't work anymore. That's just a wrong strategy for today because the players are coming back, and they're in a position where they can demand you know, a new deal and as opposed to having to play out the deal. So, you know, a strategy at one time may be a good strategy as time passes and things change. What's mainly changed is how fast the cap is going up. $6 million player is an $8 million, $10 million player in literally a couple of years. Every player should be seeking a contract that doesn't go beyond the length of the guarantees, which in almost all cases is two to three years. Unless the team is willing to guarantee more than that, why are you giving them an option for nothing? And every agent should be fighting for this. And people blame the union. The but- union does have some responsibility I mean, they allow a fine structure to come in and enforcement of a fine structure that takes somebody like Eckler and reduced his leverage. But this is not really a union issue. Guaranteed contracts that happened in like baseball and basketball came through the negotiations, individual player negotiations that eventually led to all these guaranteed contracts. But why, why would you, why, why would you, if you're the team, why would you guarantee, why would you guarantee, especially when, you know, like running back position, guys fall off rather quickly, right? Mm-hmm. They're making less. Yep. And and even, even you know, quarterback, obviously, those guys, for the most part, not the running guy. The running guys tend to get hurt and have shorter life, kind of shorter life expectancy in terms of playing quarterback. 
but like what what's why would the teams give in to giving fewer years when they don't have the ability to spread out that cap and they don't have the ability to make sure they retain you for a longer period of time? So this is probably getting too inside the beltway here. Shorter contracts will lead to a reduction across the league in miscellaneous charges. I believe that reduction in miscellaneous charges will actually give the teams the ability to guarantee more of the contracts and not create any problems for themselves in terms of building out their roster. Now, if they start giving a fully guaranteed five contract, five-year contract, and after three years, players are getting hurt, and then they've got these huge miscellaneous charges. Forget what I just said. It's a terrible idea. But the reality is, at this point, it serves the player's interest to re-hit the market. It serves the team's interest to not be putting guarantees into years beyond the years they feel pretty confident the player will be with them and playing at a high level. It should be kind of a compromise for the moment that works from both sides. So if I was dealing with an Eckler and he was, you know, not, you know, getting older, he wasn't playing running back. If I was dealing with the hurts in these people, I'm trying to increase the percentage of guarantee. And so come some cases like quarterback, I would even be willing to go to 100% as long as the deal was short enough. And yes, it's going to cost me more money after three years. But the teams want more years than they're guaranteeing. The players have been giving them that forever. They should not do that. And this group of quarterbacks... Remember, if you sign a three-year deal that's fully guaranteed, at the end of three years, you're either playing well and you get to go back to the table with a much higher cap, or if you're not playing well, they weren't keeping you at that 50 or $60 million number anyway. Right. So it's just like an illusion. You're tricking your head into thinking you've got $200 million in a contract when you probably only have maybe 120 that you can really count on. So forget the other 80 and just go back to the table again in three years. Every single player in the league, who has any leverage, which is any player that's a high-quality player at any position, obviously quarterbacks have the most, but everybody does, should be going in and getting shorter-term deals fully guaranteed. And I actually don't think they would get a ton of resistance from most teams, as long as the length of the deal was shorter. Because that provides some protection to the team, and it provides a huge opportunity and some protection to the player. I think that fits this period we're in where the cap is going up so fast for both sides. Joe Banner, 20 years of president in the, in the National Football League with the Eagles and the Browns presenting a really interesting, well-thought-out and a perspective that comes from years and years of experience. Joe, I can't thank you enough. Have yourself a great weekend. We'll talk soon. You too, Doug. Be well. All right, coming up next, we will get to some Herdline news, including why are we questioning Bill Belichick? That's next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting. 
betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y four six seven three six nine in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort in kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Uh, once upon a time, I think it was like 2010. You have to track the years. I was working on Mike and Mike with Mike Greenberg, and it was on like a, it was it was early in March. It was like uh, the week before the NCAA tournament, and the DePaul job came open, and he was like Isaiah. It was a New York Post article. Like Isaiah Thomas wants DePaul. He'd be a great hire, wouldn't he? And I was like, no, he'd be an abject disaster. And he's like, well, why would you say that? I was like, well, he was the head coach of Florida International. They were bad. Uh, he bankrupted the CBA. I had players that I know dudes that played in the CBA. It was a disaster. Even when he's the head coach of the Pacers, they couldn't get out of the first round. Larry Bird comes in the next year and they go to the NBA Finals. Right? And then when he got the New York Knicks, like he took a bad team, scrapped everything, and made it worse. And then, oh yeah, by the way, the Knicks uh, were sued for $10 million for a sexual harassment lawsuit. Outside of that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? <laughs> Right, so when I said that, so Isaiah Thomas the next day, I'm at home. I get a call. He talks to me for like an hour and a half straight, basically telling me everything I'd ever heard about Isaiah Thomas, freezing out Michael Jordan, you know, hinting that the reason, a different reason why how Magic Johnson contracted HIV, the idea of saying Larry Bird was just gonna be, was just another guy if he was if he was black. All this, everything said about him was a lie. When the truth is that Isaiah is just because most people who are on social media weren't alive and aren't willing to call BS on it, he's just trying to win public sentiment. That's Rhyme Music with the News. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. There's one draft pick in the upcoming NFL draft, which I believe could shift our thinking permanently. We'll discuss it next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.